Episode 109, Part 2 of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I'm your host, Sean. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm Sean. I'm out. See you. <laughs> Actually, I was, I'm sitting here pondering. I'm going, I'm doing the whole intro. And yeah. I've said it before. I'm like, eh, I don't know if anybody likes the fact that I do it live every time. <laughs> she did have a recording. Hi, this is Sean. You know what time it is. It's time for Geeksters. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's too much excitement i yeah. don't know oh yeah that's right it's time for everyone's favorite program here is part of geeksters no i just i just hear part two part one three <laughs> she's all just okay now go one you give me the countdown. Two. <laughs> Three. I mean, four. Oh, damn. We'll do it again. Take 27. <sighs> <laughs> Sorry, now I got the giggles. <laughs> part one. What part are we on? <laughs> part 69. <laughs> part 007. <laughs> now, anyway, here we're part two. Yes. And here in part two, we give you life, the universe, and everything with Erica. And this topic is remakes. <laughs> I just want to make it a little different because I'm going, I'm saying the exact same thing I said at the end of part one. I know when people start going, look, looking at the radio, or the radio, <laughs> looking at their, you know, their implemented how to listen to the show going, is this a, did, did someone die down on the wrong episode? <laughs> no, same episode. I'm just repeating myself for those people who, this might be their first time listening to one of the three shows. Maybe part two downloaded faster than part one. Yeah. So I'm rehashing, hashtag rehash, the previous ending now again. So for those people who are following along, this is part two of a three-part show. And in part two, we bring you Life, the Universe, and Everything with Erica. And this week's subject was remakes. You know, what was it? What about remakes? You might be asking. Give me about in about two minutes, you'll find out. <laughs> All right. Then we do the box office, not box office release. We give the DVD, Blu-ray releases of the week. Now, again, that's for here us here in the states. How they are in your town, part of the neck of the woods, I don't know. But since I do know that sometimes overseas distributed distribution gets done a certain amount of time after America gets it. You can use this to kind of plot when it might be coming out in your area. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm smart. <laughs> so this week it would be October 20th? 19th, well, 21st would be the Tuesday. Yeah. Okay, so it would be the 21st of October is when these DVDs and Blu-rays are coming out here in the States. Yeah. So if you go, well, that's a month later, you know by Christmas time, by November, early December, Yours will come out. There you go. Or if it's six months from now, again, do the math. I'm not going to hold your hand through. <laughs> You've done enough. I've, I've, I've already done enough. <laughs> I've done too much. So, And since we do video game releases, and those are tentatively worldwide kind of releases anyway, mm -hmm. um, we give you that as well. And in this case, last week a game came out that I did a review for because I 
personally bought it. A lot of the games you might be wondering, how come Sean didn't, you know, I'll tell you right now, it's not The Evil Within. I can tell you right now, it's not Borderlands, the pre-sequel. You're going, why? Those two are kind of the AAA titles. And you'll be right. But the problem is, here at Geeksters, we rely on Sean's interest level in those, <laughs> on those, project, on those projects. <laughs> so um, while I enjoy the Borderlands series, I do kind of feel like I can wait on that because I'm heavily into, I'd rather get the Game of the Year edition where all the stuff gets packed into one game yes. versus the, hey, here's an expansion pack, or get a season pass and go, here's an expansion pack, here's an expansion pack, blah, 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 blah. Just get the Game of the Year because it'll probably come out sometime next year and then go, all right, you know, everyone has played it. It'll probably be the cheaper price. I can get all the content. There you go. Evil Within, as much as I, I'm much of a scary fan as everybody else, just nothing there was really appealing to me. I'm just like, eh, you know. And what I what did I review then, you might say? Because there's the only two titles that seemed to be kind of interesting because they were brand spanking new. For that, you're going to just have to listen to it. Yeah. And I can give you a hint, though. If you haven't already played this before, you should pick it up now. Ah. Oh. <laughs> and then we, you know, take a break, get ready for the third part. There you go. So we'll see you at the end of this part to tell you what's going to happen in part three. And you know our name. It's Geeksters, live on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. Just search Aquanet Radio on those apps. God, that was such a cheesy comment, wasn't it? Yeah, it, it was, dude. Oh, it was awesome. <laughs> but we're proud of you for it. Oh, I love that. <clears throat> Sorry. I'm like, <laughs> so every once in a while, I like to play, I like to play disc jockey, Ed. <laughs> we noticed. Where <laughs> the fuck did I put my water? Oh, there it is. <laughs> it was behind her, folks. <laughs> That's how you can always get away from Erica. Stand behind her. The fuck they go. <laughs> you know <laughs> what? People have done that to me. <laughs> I've, no. Especially my sister. We'll be walking along down the street and I'll be talking. And next thing I know, I'm like half a block away talking to myself. And I'm like, the fuck she go. She's standing all the way half block down laughing her ass off. No peripheral vision. That's what None. we learned today. <laughs> None. None. If wow. you put something on a shelf above my my sight line, forget it. I will never fucking find it. What are you, wow. a guy? What? Hey. What are you, a guy? Apparently. I'm, I'm good with peripheral vision. Good. You can get the shit off my top shelves. <laughs> I'm good with stuff like that no one else notices too. But like, did you notice that? Like, okay. Um, I don't know if it was... I don't know if I mentioned on the show. I think Dad and I were watching a movie and it was set in the 90s like uh it was tombstone that uh walk among tombstones yeah i think i mentioned on the show girl in her room was set in 1999 girl in her room had a move the movie poster for the movie rent Mm -hmm. and i was like something's off about that that poster after the movie i'm like i don't think that movie that movie poster in her room is not right that's like what are you talking about i'm going Movie was set in 1999 because they talk about Y2K a couple times. Mm-hmm. That movie came out after Y2K, and he's like, "No way!" And I'm like, "I'm fucking googling it." You know, and look yeah. up. It came out in 2002. Huh? And I'm like, oh. "I'm he's like a time traveler." I'm like, "When in doubt, blame time travel." And he was like, "He's like, wow, that was really good." I was like, "Thank you." <laughs> what was our zip code again? <laughs> like, the, the, the stupid shit that's in my head is definitely more has more volumes than the important stuff. <laughs> 
Like, what's your middle name? I don't know. Hey, but did you notice that, you know, Lethal Weapon 2, when Mel Gibson, at the very end, when he shoots the guy full of holes six times as he's walking towards him, and at the very last shot, he gets real close and shoots him in the gut? There's no bullet holes in the shirt. (laughs) (laughs) I have noticed that. Yeah, see? Well, not not there, but um, what was it? The Star Trek episode where... Um, oh hell, what was the name of it? It was the one where they go to the the one planet to get uh, a vaccine. And really, Tasha, I've never seen that plot in a Star yeah. Trek. Tashiar really. has to fight the queen. <laughs> okay, yeah, that was on, that the, was over like it was like this oh, last weekend and, or something. Like that. Yeah, it was, and it was in, from season one. And yeah. they're in, well, in yeah, that giant like the, lightsaber yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, the giant gymnasium. Yeah, well, at one point there, um, those that claw thing that they're fighting with uh-huh. with the poison spikes. It flies off her arm and hits this guy in the stomach. Well, he catches it. There's no blood, which, okay, I can understand. He just got stabbed. It's it takes a 20, second. It's also the 21st century alien race. Maybe they don't have blood. Yeah. <laughs> so then he pulls it away. There's all this blood. Then all of a sudden he's like, oh, fuck, I'm going to die. And tips over. No blood. Yeah. So, yeah, there you go. Wow. So... Now I think it's time. It's time already? What's the time for? It's time. This is Andy Dufresne. (laughs) My friend, Andy Dufresne, told me it's time. Or I think it's called... Life. (laughs) Universe. And everything. Who? With Erica. Who's a friend of Andy Dufresne? <laughs> <laughs> what will it be this week? We don't know. But it's time for life, universe, and everything with Andy Dufresne. <laughs> <laughs> Andy Dufresne had to walk through a mile of shit to bring you this life universe and everything with Erica. (laughs) So now what will it be? (coughs) We want to know. And so does my friend Andy Dufresne. So now let's get on with life universe and everything with Erica. <laughs> Thank you, Andy. No, I'm not Andy. Andy <laughs> Dufresne is my friend. Thanks, Red. <laughs> You're very Who- welcome, Ed. Whoever. <laughs> <laughs> All, right, All right, so what is the topic this week? Okay, I'm going to give you two options because I can't pick. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Reboots right. or... Uh, oh, excuse me. <laughs> That is not one of them. Sorry. That was my opinion. (laughs) Reboots or other planets? Oh, go with reboots. We can at least make fun of that. All right. At least some pinky cat. Just so you know, the one that you you decided against? Okay, yeah. It's it's one of those things like, oh, you picked behind door number two. If you would pick door number two, you would have won this. A brand new car. You would have won. MIT outlines why the Mars One mission will fail. Mm. <laughs> okay, well, let's go with the reboots. Yeah, I'm sitting there going, 
I'll keep that article up in case you guys want we'll to know why it's going to fail. We'll see how fast we get through the reboots then. <laughs> yeah. All right. So my sister posted this on my Facebook page this week. It's from uh, mentalfloss.com, which is a website I love. It's you know has a lot of like, you know, hey, did you know this kind of stuff? Did you ever notice that when Mel Gibson and Liv Webber do one of those things? Did you ever notice in that episode in Star Trek? So one thing <coughs> excuse me, that they posted was Rainbow Bright and nine other 80s cartoon reboots. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. So it, it got me thinking. All right. So I'm just going to go through the re- the reboots real quick because apparently I have a funny feeling we're going to talk about My Little Pony again. But go ahead. <laughs> it, well, my Little Pony. My Little Pony. <laughs> well, apparently they're bringing back uh, Rainbow Bright. So this All is right. like another in a long line of cartoons and stuff from the 80s, from you know my childhood, from sure. your teenage years that they're they're bringing back because they've run out of original ideas right again um so uh one of the things they're saying is that um molly ringwald actually is going to be providing the voice for the villain in the new rainbow bright um but i'm okay with that (laughs) there's set critics seem to think that the new rainbow bright lacks the sweetness of the original um the trailer promises rainbow bright is back to fight the encroaching darkness with her vibrancy but can the cheeriness and innocence we loved in the original survive in the smartphone age um so they're bringing back rainbow bright but then they also talked about other series that they've rebooted right recently number one ninja turtles obviously okay, yeah um two transformers as we just talked about uh mm-hmm. three is the smurfs four is alvin and the chipmunks Five is Garfield. Six is G.I. Joe. Seven is Care Bears, which honestly, I didn't know they rebooted Care Bears. Yeah, I had they, Care Bears when I was a kid. I loved them, but I, I never watched the cartoons. The, um, I think I, to me, like I think that reboot more is more of a, hey, you know what? It's kids programming. We need some stuff. Like I think what was it, like two weeks ago. It was the first Saturday morning without cart- cartoons yeah. in 50 years. Yeah. Most depressing a, day ever. A little part of me did. I mean, I don't watch Saturday morning cartoons anymore. Yeah. But a little part of me did kind of go, fuck. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought the same thing when I found that out. I was like, that is the most depressing thing. I mean, I know we can watch cartoons anytime. Yeah. We got Netflix. We got Hulu. We got yeah, Cartoon, Cartoon Network, Network, which I watch Cartoon Network all the time. Right. And then some of the other, like TBS shows a lot of cartoons. Like, So, I mean... You can watch cartoons anytime, but there was something special and sacred about Saturday morning sitting in front of the TV with your pajamas and your Lucky Charms. It, it, to me, it felt like, you know, there's, there's now a new, I mean, granted, maybe it's one of those things where like you kids, kids didn't know what it's like when we were your age kind of thing. When we were your age? Yeah, I mean, it, they will never know the joy of waking up. Like the one day you didn't have to wake up early, you woke up early anyway to sit in front yeah. of TV to watch cartoons, and whether I remember, it be in your room or downstairs. Yeah, or... it was like, I think, um, I think it was like one o'clock, 12 or one o'clock, the cartoons yeah. went off and it was like, well, fuck, now what am I going to do? Yeah, I got a whole day to do nothing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and now I have to go outside and play. Right, right. Because yeah. <laughs> that's what your parents was like, go outside. Right. <laughs> Get the fuck out of the house. So, so what else is there? What um, else are they rebooting? Number eight was My Little Pony. My Little Pony. And <laughs> yeah. number nine is Gem and the Holograms. Right. Okay. So I'm Which, I'm going to be honest, my sister posted to bring it since we, we've talked about the Gem uh-huh. and the Holograms movie. She said she watched a couple episodes mm-hmm. recently, and yeah. she's like, 
that movie, she's like, I didn't really enjoy it. She's like, I don't know, I don't know if I would enjoy the movie. Like, I think it's one of those moments where her childhood memory yeah, is eclipsed so by the, rea- is the reality of it. I, and, and we've talked about this. Yeah. I had that same moment when I was watching Beauty and the Beast with Ron Perlman yeah. and Linda Hamilton. I'm sitting there going, why did I like this? <laughs> and why can't I stop watching? <laughs> All right. So what so, was the last one? Uh, Gem and the Holograms. Okay, that was the last one. All right. So they just made this list based on the fact that they're bringing back Rainbow Bright. Right. So it got me thinking. Um, you know, last week I posted the thing about them bringing back Labyrinth and Dark Crystal. And it was, <laughs> no! Stop ruining my childhood! You know, we've talked about them rebooting Ghostbusters. Right. Um, you know, possibly with an all-female cast. Um so and you know obviously they've done Transformers, yeah. Uh, you know so they TMNT, have TMNT, yeah. they so, even brought back Peabody and Sherman, yeah, yeah. 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 So this is my this is this is what I wanted to bring up. Okay, so there are some reboots that we hear about it and we're like, are you fucking kidding me? Right. And then we hear about other reboots, like for example, the um, Universal Studios monsters, right? Talking about bringing those back, I'm actually kind of excited about that. So. I wanted to to broach the topic. What makes you excited or scared? Or scared may not be the right word, but what drives your reaction to a reboot? Is it the length of time since then? Is it was you know whether it was a direct influence on your childhood? Like that's what I'm wondering. Well, for me, I think it's a little bit of both. Like, um, okay, when they when they brought Spider Man, let's well let's go to something <laughs> like Spider Man. Okay. When Sam Raimi did Spider-Man, you had Tobey Maguire for the first, the, the three movies. Um, then they were rebooting the series again with Andrew Garfield. Mm-hmm. I was like, I felt like that was a little too soon because you kind of, you don't, you don't need to do an origin story. Like it seems to be a constant origin story to set off a new reboot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At least in movies wise. Um, I, I think part of it is childhood memories. I, I think when you're younger, when you look back at your younger times, you always tend to, <coughs> most people tend to remember the good things. Mm-hmm. So, like, you have an instant emotional re- resonance with that feeling. Like, oh, my God, I remember sitting, like, just talking about Saturday morning cartoons. Mm-hmm. That that emotion you felt as a little kid, that giddiness, and that the world was so big at that time. And so, so massive. Big. So massive. And that mm-hmm. you could, you know, like, it was, it was, everything was awesome. Yeah. Then... When something like like how many people were complaining about <laughs> TMNT, you know, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, yeah, how they felt like well, you were raping my childhood, mm-hmm. or even you said that about trans- the Transformers movie, mm-hmm. it was like you're raping my childhood because you're taking all the things that were pure and innocent mm-hmm. at the time I was pure and innocent, mm-hmm. and you sullied it yeah. by trying to by putting Victoria's Secrets ads, or, or just by doing anything really, like yeah. like that's the sanctity of you remembering it as a kid. I think. Mm-hmm. It rests in a holy place in your mind. And then when you do try to go revisiting it, like I did with Dukes of Hazard, you just kind of go, wow, what did I ever see in that? Because yeah. you now are older and you're jaded. Mm-hmm. You've experienced more things outside of that little boob tube, pretty mm-hmm. much. Mm-hmm. So I think that that, for me, it's always been kind of like a, a mixture. I'm always trying to be open going, you know what? I enjoyed it as a kid. Yeah. I may not enjoy it as an adult, but hopefully my nephews will enjoy it as a mm-hmm. kid. And, and you want something to kind of like, how can I put it? You kind of want your memory to last for all of eternity. Yeah. And that if 
that something like Bugs Bunny. Mm-hmm. Bugs Bunny is going to be eternal. Yeah. And through all his incarnations and how many times <clears throat> I've seen one of those T-shirts with him all ghettoed out with, you know, wrapped gear. And, <laughs> you know, I can't how many times like I've seen Tasmanian Devil with like, you know, bling on his rings mm-hmm. and his hat back. I'm going, what the fuck are you doing to that? Like that mm-hmm. that's an icon. Treat it with respect. Yeah. But that could be because, you know, of how I revered it as a kid. Yeah. You know, like as a, as a kid going, oh, that's old. So you got to make it hip and new for kids of my generation. Yeah. Like you would never see Bugs Bunny pulling out in my day a cell phone to text somebody. Yeah. But I guarantee you right now in the Looney Tunes cartoon, Bugs is sitting at a computer looking at Facebook or something, you yeah. know. So, I mean, it, I think it depends on how. No, actually, I actually haven't seen any because they have actually done still that kind of classical. They've modernized it a little bit. Right. But they didn't give them like modern technology. They're not cell phoning, texting uh, okay. each other kind of mm. thing. But because <clears throat> they still do the original kind of comedy based okay. off of that sort of their personalities, right? Yeah, that kind of thing. You know, they still dress up as a woman. You know, hiding and all yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah. Those type of things are still there. You know, that makes it funny the way we were kids and right. Yeah. I think that well, I think that has a lot to do with the people who create the show is how they revered it. Mm. Like now, I, I think that that's where the 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 handing off to like this item of going. You know what? We took care of it. Now it's your job, right? You know, and I think that if it's when somebody who comes into a project never having seen it or having experienced it as a kid, mm-hmm. like how many times have we've seen, um, like, prime example, um, the new Fantastic Four movie coming yeah. out. Mm-hmm. The guy said it's not based on any of the comic books. He's never read any of the comic books. So in his eyes, none of that stuff matters. And everyone else on the outside going, but it does. And he's like, mm-hmm. well, I've never been influenced by it. So why should it matter to me? Right. You know, I think, but with someone like Sam Raimi, when they when he had <coughs> him being a fan of Spider Man, him reading Spider Man as a kid, or John Favreau when he did Iron Man, mm-hmm. like he was a fan of that character, so he took it with the respect that we as viewers mm-hmm. and like kind of deem like, okay, you know what, he's a fan, it's in good hands. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like when even though when Kenneth Branagh said he never read Thor as a kid, he never really was a comic book fan. But he understood Thor being kind of like an, a Greek mythology or very Shakespearean. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? Kenneth Branagh does pretty he kick does, ass. Yeah. He does great Shakespearean mm-hmm. renditions. So he'll handle Thor, sorry, with the respect that it deserves. Mm-hmm. No. Okay. So I mean, I think that that really comes down to like who, whose hands it is, is it in? Like the people doing Gem and the Hologram. I think that they were huge fans. So, you know, like it might be pretty good. Yeah. But then there's like the Fantastic Four where you just kind of go, oh my god! Like, yeah. I mean, it's so bad like that Mar- like Marvel's even going. You know what? Next year, no more Fantastic Four, <coughs> We're which is a hand. shame. Yeah, <laughs> because <coughs> I didn't, I didn't really enjoy the first movies. Yeah, first, you know, Fantastic Four, partially because I had an issue with some of the effects. Mm. I didn't think right. a lot of the effects were done very well. Yeah, I thought they were a little movies. hokey, you know. Um, but I mean, even so, like I watched Hellboy. Which came out around the same time. Right. The effects, I bought them. And like, again, they sucked see, me into. And now that's the difference because Guillermo del Toro did Hellboy. Yeah. And he was a fan of that movie. Yeah. Ron Perlman was a fan of that movie. Yeah. Like, the fan of the comic books. Yeah. And they haven't had the artist, Mag- Magnola, I think his name is. Mike Magnola. I always forget his name. Find out. But he's the creator of Hellboy. They had him on set. They had him, 
like the reason why Sin City was so good is because Frank Miller was there. Yeah, three hundred. And they base and for those comics, <clears throat> they basically the the comics were the storyboard. Right. They literally took the book, cut it apart, and that was the story. Yeah. So I, I Mike think, Mignola. I, I yeah, Mike Mignola. So I <clears throat> think that you know it depends on who's creating it. I mean, you know, and again, it depends on how it is. Like I wasn't a Gemini Holograms fan, so to me, if they reboot it. Doesn't matter to me because I never was in it in the first place. I also, right. I mean, and I agree with all that, you know, because I, I started thinking about my own reactions to like Gem and the Holograms and, you know, Labyrinth. And part of it also for me is um, the reason why they're doing it. Are they doing it just to make money or are they doing it because they think they can bring something new to the table? I think it's. I, I think it's. I think it could Any, be. Anytime they're. Anytime they're rebooting, I can tell you this now, and I, I don't care what anybody else says. I, this is how I. I'm going to disagree right off the bat. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but I think they do it just because of more money. It's it's one of those oh, safe well, things. Money's this, always going to be. A this factor. was a relative. This made how many series or how many you know shows? So somebody was watching it, and those mm. that fan base is going to be the starting point of our creativity. Can we make more movies out? It depends on how it does well in the box. I, I, think what, I, think, I think you're you're correct from that perspective only because, like, let's take something like Labyrinth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're right now, the movie's, what, 20 years old? 30 years 30. old? 30 years old. Oh, Those... uh, no, 28 years old. Okay, still, it's, in, it's still in its 20s. Yeah. The people who watch that and who love that movie could possibly have kids of their own. Yeah. Who have, are sitting down with their kids to watch this movie. So why not make... A sequel or another incarnations mm-hmm. of that movie that get their kids mm-hmm. into the movie theaters to help sell a line. I mean, like let's face it, one of the reasons why the Transformers movies do so well is because they, the moment we were in Target, Dad and I, mm-hmm. there was a line of Transformer movies, Transformer toys based off the movie. Mm-hmm. So there's that. There is a, that. Disney's been doing it for decades. Oh yeah. yeah. You know, here's a new, here's a new princess, and oh by the way, here's a new tiara. Yeah. Right. So you too can be a princess. It's it's yeah. Because I mean, I was in Disney this you know a few mo- a couple months ago, and you you I could smack you very easily. I could grab anything with Frozen on and smack yeah. you. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. how much. Oh, I did a craft crazy. show today. The amount of Frozen shit at the craft show, and I will fully admit I had some of it too that well, I made. I mean, they, I mean, it obviously is such a thing because with uh, now I do like Once Upon a Time the TV show. Mm-hmm. When I it's one of those shows that I buy on. Blu-ray and I binge out on it, but <laughs> Frozen was so popular. Guess who's on the show now this season? The Frozen, Elsa. Cat. the Frozen Elsa. Yeah. So it's like, and ABC is and a by Dis- the way, ABC is a Disney-owned company. Yeah, the actress who plays her, because I've, yeah. I've seen photos of her, perfect. Well, yeah, I mean they do. I do like the conversion that they do from animated to real life. Mm-hmm. I like. I like. That's one of the reasons why I like the show. I always like to see how their, they their do take it. on yeah. it. Yeah. But again, it, it is a ploy to kind of go, oh, you know what? She's popular. She's hot. Let's get her in that show because we'll get more viewers and mm-hmm. then someone will buy something related to that. Yeah. So I do think that there is that kind of market appeal. There's always going to be a market appeal thing to it. <clears throat> I think, so, th- you know, I, I sat down and I, I actually thought about some of the ones that I have, have had an issue with. Like Ghostbusters, I'm kind of on the fence about. I mean, it could be awesome. I, I think that the the... I love the original one. Right. Second one, I could give a shit less about. Right. You know, well, we'll like just focus any, on the original. anything after the original, I don't give a shit about. Um, the effects in that in the original, I loved. I mean, sure. yeah, they were '80s, but they were very well done for the '80s. Right. right. 
And I thought about it. I'm like, you know what? I don't I don't give a shit about whether it's an all female cast or they right. bring back whoever. I don't care. I want to see what they do with the effects. I want to see Slimer. Yeah. I want I want to see Slimer in fucking 3D. Yeah. You know, so <laughs> I would like, you know, from that perspective, I would like to see just what they can do even with just the effects. I, now, of course, I want the storyline to to be sure. well written, well, but that's the thing, though. I think, though, like with something with Ghostbusters, I mean, I don't care if it's an all female cast either. But the thing is, is they they have to kind of modernize it. I mean, like they were, you're, you're yeah. going to that like campy eighties like comedy, and you're going to turn it into a 2015 movie because it's supposed to come out. Right. See, that's that's the problem. That does concern me. That's a, a problem bit. because comedy is not the same as it was in the 80s it's not it has a whole different take now right and also too i i firmly believe that <clears throat> a lot of the comedies like comedy for me has gotten very soft lately yeah because everyone's worried about being politically correct mm-hmm. everyone's worried about not offending somebody well, there was that whole thing with um the family guy simpsons crossover and stewie you know, call, you heard about the the thing where so oh the, Bart, the prank phone Bart call you're prank, just being raped yeah. yeah and he hangs up and everybody's like he's like what was that what was that one yeah you know and it's like <laughs> you know <laughs> shut up Ed <laughs> that was the best story I could do shut up <laughs> no but, I remembered it that's why I'm laughing yeah, yeah. but like, that's the thing I was like, like that was great you know it was that like, was the only funny part of the of the whole episode <laughs> yeah that episode was not that great yeah but it was which was a little disappointing I gotta say yeah um but anyway yeah but um, I think the but, jo- but yeah but I'm gonna say something like this I think that's the joke have you ever noticed have you ever do you <laughs> honestly remember any time two shows got together that it was an awesome episode Cricket. <laughs> Cricket. That's what I'm saying. I think Emergency that's... and the Fall Guy. I'm saying I think I have to go back to like I 1982. The... I mean, I think when some of the NCIS look, but, well, but again, NCIS, that's like that's a different dynamic. Same when shows. you're doing like two yeah. sitcoms getting together, like when the Jeffersons you meet, you know, like I mean I know Jefferson's a spin off of All in the Family, mm-hmm. so there was already a dynamic, but when you take two popular comedy shows yeah. and you put them together some of the comedy kind of dulls down yeah. a little bit. And I think that that's part of the... It did ha- I mean, it did have some good funny moments. I think it, they could have cut it down to a half hour. Right. It didn't need to be an hour. Um, but, I mean, that joke, and I mean... But that of joke we're saying is was... in reality, rape is not funny. It right. is. No, but no, the fact but... that he thought... He thought it would be a funny prank call, and that was his idea of a prank call. That's what makes it funny. Right. And, that, and well, people, that goes back to what George Collins said. Anything can be funny if the joke is structured the right way. Exactly. And it wasn't the fact that he said it that was funny. It was Bart's reaction. Yeah. That was hysterical. Yeah. Which, because it was know, that shock like, like, what? No. <laughs> like, even it was like, that's funny. What's wrong with you, dude? <laughs> so it was yeah. It was making fun of Stewie's ignorance. Yes. Not the act of the, of, the violence. Of somebody yeah. being raped, yeah. Um, but, I mean, you know, when I... So, so I again, feel, getting but back again, to... But again, to get back, the thing is, I think that because humor has gotten <laughs> so soft lately on television and in movies, mm-hmm. I mean, with the exception of R-rated comedies, we're talking about... They're, we're they're, talking about, like, PG-13. Yeah, if they're going to make PG, a PG-13 movie... Yeah. It's going to have to be like, back in my day, a PG movie was Cannonball Run. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I will fully admit, there are times I've watched old movies, and I'm sitting there going, how the fuck did they get away with that? Like, yeah, the only you know, time... Like little comments. Yeah, the only time a comedy that I knew was rated R was because there was nudity involved. Mm. Other if there was no nudity in a, in a comedy, it was always PG. Yeah. Regardless of the shits. I mean, you know, how many times you heard the word shit, 
you very rarely heard the word fuck unless it was an R-rated movie. Yeah. But that was always kind of done in a drama or a horror movie. Yeah. But in comedies, it was always, you know, shit, goddammit, yeah. son of a bitch. You know? Yeah, yeah, all the, the generic ones. Mm. Yeah. They didn't hit you with the, the C word or the, you know, fuck you. Yeah. Those were, those were dedicated to the really R-rated movies. Yeah. You know, so, I mean... So I, I think that Ghostbusters could work. Yeah. But now here's la- the pro- but it was, here's the problem though is the people who are doing it are the people who made <laughs> Bridesmaids, mm. which was which an R rated comedy. And I didn't. I, I got to say, I mean, I felt like all the funny parts. It, came, it was came out of movie. came out of what's her face. They were, but they were all in the trailer. Right. All you need to do is watch the trailer. And they were, all came from her. Yeah. Now if she's going to be in Ghostbusters. That's fine. Yeah. I don't know if she has the capability of doing a PG thirteen movie. Yeah. Like, all the comedies I've seen her in have been rated R. I do not want to see Kristen Wiig in that movie. I think Heat might have been PG-13. I'm not sure. Um, There definitely was an unrated. We watched the unrated version. Yeah, the unrated version. So that's, I mean, that's the thing is, again, looking at business perspective, you film it like an R-rated movie, an R-rated comedy. You do the cuts that the MPAA wants to make it down to PG-13. And then when it comes out in DVD, it goes, here's the unrated version. Because, you know, uh, A Million Ways to Die in the West only came an unrated version. Like, it's here's the unrated version. Because you're just going, what could possibly be... Right. Or when we watched Ted, it was the unrated version. And you're going, well, there's not much of a difference. Maybe one or two different jokes. But it's still, like, you can't, like Ted was an R-rated movie. That movie would never have worked in PG, for PG-13. Never. Never. Yeah. You know, so I think that's the problem with doing Ghostbusters is you're going to have to tame it down for a PG-13 audience. It was then, R. The heat was R. He was R, okay. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. So to do Ghostbusters, because it, be, it is going to be you know you have to be, I mean, why are you, even the, region, the original Ghostbusters was PG. Yeah, you know there wasn't a lot of there was no dirty jokes. But and it was, the thing it was is, a comedy. It's still a great comedy. And that's the thing. I think you you can do, it, and you should do it at PG PG thirteen. Otherwise, you know you're well. The big I the feel big like controversy the original Ghostbusters <laughs> was. Did you get him? And he goes, we came, we saw, we kicked its ass. Right. That was like that was, that a ta- was it, and, and that yeah. was a tagline. That was a tagline. Yeah. Then. But that was thing, like the controversy. At the but day. I do feel like it was, you know, it's something I would show my nephew. Absolutely. Yeah. And I feel like to pay to truly pay homage to the original Ghostbusters, you need to keep it in that same vein. Don't was, don't see, make it crude just for the sake of making it crude. Right. And but here's another problem it's, though is like for me personally, rebooting like I don't care if it's a male or female cast. Mm-hmm. I have a problem with it being a female cast because I feel like they're doing it purposely to make it a female cast. I don't, and and that's the thing. Like that's and, the part where I'm I, a feminist. I I would love to see an all female cast, but because the script calls for it, don't yes. go. You know what we need to do? We need to do Ghostbusters, but we need to put all women in it because you know because it's going to be cool. Yeah, it's, I, I want, just cast it. Yeah, you know, like the, the black people are making bitches. I saw um, saw something today about um, they're trying to get. Scarlett Johansson to play the lead in a Ghost in the Shell movie. Ah, so um, a lot of people are going, "Well, that's fucking sucks." It's the white whitewashing of movies, mm-hmm. and I'm sitting there going because you know it's an Asian based film, or or look at got um the new Moses movie um with um Batman uh, Sigourney Weaver's in it. It's uh, I'm gonna say God of King Kings of King Ah oh, shit <laughs> Exodus. I think it's Exodus. Exodus, yes. Exodus, gods and kings. Yes, there you go. I knew it was there. There was gods, there was kings, and there was Exodus. I just didn't know it, it was the, the, the order. It's Exodus: colon gods and kings. Right, 
and people are going, oh, well, it's the whitewashing of, of movies and, you know, all white cast kind of thing. And I'm going, yes, I do agree with that argument. Yeah. But the argument to me is going, I'm some company is spending over $150 million to make this movie. Mm-hmm. You want to make sure it's got people in it that people are going to want to see. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like like this whole, like, to bring it back to Scarlett Johansson, people are going, oh, that's, that sucks because she's not Asian, she's not this. And I'm sitting there and I typed, I'm like, it's a business decision. She'll put seats, if I'm spending $150 yeah. for this movie, I want to return them to my investment. I'm going to go with the safe bet <coughs> and hire somebody who's going to put asses in yeah. the seats so I can get that opening weekend versus maybe taking a chance with a relatively unknown actor yeah. or, or an Asian actor Which is, that, that doesn't bring the people yeah. in. I don't want my movie to fail. I want my movie to make money. Yeah. Like, look at John Carter. Had nobody really famous in it. Yeah. And the, the, the promotional stuff was shitty mm-hmm. that it lost, oh, what, $50 million? Uh, no, it was more than that. More than that. I think 100 like 100, million. $100 million. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It, it lost so much money. And then when we saw it, we felt guilty because we're like, God damn, it was actually a good movie. Yeah. Yeah. But it, there was nothing there to put me in that seat. So, but now hearing Scarlett Johansson's going to be in it, I'm like, I'll probably go see it now. Yeah. Which on one hand, from a business perspective, I can understand that. But from looking at it from a cultural perspective, I can, I can understand both sides of the argument. And me personally, I would love to see... I would love to see the studios take more chances, I, but the problem I I also I, get that they're losing so much money through you know poor you know well, you got film the, sales and piracy and yeah you know people torrenting and and, and Netflix and they and, don't care about longevity they want opening weekend yeah that's all they Which, care about it again is, is a shame because <clears throat> in the past you know and we've talked about this yeah. in the past it it was about longevity it was about you know, right, and that's and, over the whole. But to tie thing. that back to the article, I think that that's where a lot of people have a problem with reboots because those things are timeless, and most people feel like reboot reboots are just a way to make money off yeah. of something from the past. And that's kind of how I feel about Labyrinth, right? You know, so I mean, so Gem and the Holograms. You know, I thought about. It, I was like, okay, you know what? I and I've I th- I've said this before. I would give it a chance. Sure. I, you know, obviously it would need to be updated. You would like, sit there with your arms folded, kind of going. Impress me, basically. Yeah, yeah. And then as the movie goes, you either you either tighten that grip, <laughs> going, I can't fucking believe this, and you start to shake your head. I think, or you start to relax, going, All right, I'm kidding, kind of into it. I think the the biggest issue is the the fact that previous attempts at rebooting basically Hasbro, you know, toy lines into movies I- and and old cartoons is. Hasn't always gone. It hasn't always been done as well, well as it see, should have. Been. I was a shock to to know that Smurfs actually was able to spawn a sequel because I didn't think it was that big in the movie theater. Yeah, neither did I. Like it was like really. Yeah. I thought that movie came, went, and died and buried itself yeah. in the span yeah, of a but month. The, the whole toy, right? Market. The toy yeah. line, yeah, DVD sales, and like, I mean the fact that you know, like say My Little Pony. You know, my now granted, My Little Pony. I didn't really watch it much when I was a kid. I yeah, had a couple that's of got, toys. That's got a cultural filing now. Exactly, and it kind of makes me wonder, yeah. like, <laughs> you know, and I've I've thought about like you know stuff from my childhood that I would love to see done. I would love to see Shira and He Man done, you know, up to date. I would. Lo- I, I no no. She's she's got a point because I would like to see a new Masters of the Universe. Yeah, like, you know, like, why not? Now, the one with Dolph Lundgren and and Frank Lynch. Brilliant. I love. love that movie. Love that movie. Meg Foster. Oh. 
Jesus We're talking Christ. about the same movie, right? Gorgeous. <laughs> yeah. You didn't like Fucking it? gorgeous. I don't know. I know. Okay, I'll be honest. I didn't I well, didn't like, have any kind of a strong connection to He-Man anyway. I, yeah. I watched it cartoon, mm-hmm. but I wasn't, you know, like glued to the TV going, hey, man's on it. See, and I, I probably, did. Because I was probably a teenager. <clears throat> you know, my sister loved Sheeran. She loved He-Man, so I'd yeah. watch it with her. Yeah. But I'm, as a teenager, going, hey, yeah, it's a cartoon. I'm enjoying it. I'm spending time with my sister. To me, that's the memory. Yeah. So when they made he the Masters of the Universe movie, I, you know, Danielle and I watched it because it was, she was a little older and we both mm-hmm. liked it. But it, to her, like, I wasn't live, breathing, and dying of He-Man. I mean, we had the toys and stuff, yeah. but... It wasn't like, oh my god, yeah. damn you! For a, a movie of the eighties, mm-hmm. it was actually pretty good. Or early nineties. See, I, I have to rewatch it. It's been a long time. I think we'll it was, we'll, uh, do, we'll, we'll do it one 86 night. Eighty six or eighty seven. All right. Yeah, but I mean, I would love to see because I have it on DVD. It's, I've things, watched yeah. it a million times. I would like to see a partially because nothing has really been done with Shira since the cartoons. Yeah. You know, He Man got the Masters of the Universe. Shira was not brought in for that, right? But I so I would she like was for to the see sequel, but probably when the movie died. You know, didn't yeah. do well. So well. Yeah, yeah, well, that's true. But I would love to see uh, a Shira, you know, Shira and or He Man, Masters of the Universe, sure movie like a la you know done by Marvel. Yeah, you know, I I think it, visually, I think it would be stunning. The graphics, you know, and the the CGI is, that, is where it needs to how be. How badass would it be? Fucking to Swift see Wind. How bad would it just see just alone a Skeletor riding? Yes. Whatever the, his panther's name was. Yeah, I got the pause. No, he didn't. I don't think he had a panther. No, yeah. you're thinking of. um. No, He-Man had the uh, panther, his, purple panther. Yeah, He-Man had he his tiger. Did. And we go, they both had their own animals. <laughs> ah. yes. I'm not as familiar with the He-Man, He-Man. had his tiger, the green yeah. tiger. Um, the green tiger with, I think, orange stripes, I think. Yeah. And then Skeletor had a purple puma with blue stripes. <laughs> but, I mean, to me, that would be like, see, you knew there would just be the CGI rendered two tigers, two f- giant felines. It would be fucking badass. It would be badass. Yeah. Okay, Battle Cat cr- Battle slash Cat. Cringer was He-Man's. Yeah, that was T-Man's. And then um... there was... There was what's the purple horses? Purple horse. guys. <laughs> Just you know, it's got a picture of it up. It's uh, doesn't say there. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Panther. 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 I was gonna Panthor. say Panther, but it's like that's Panther. Um, but yeah, I would love to see that. But then take labyrinth now granted it's in the hands of the same people who not literally the same people but the same right. company at least yeah who did the original i don't want to see that redone and i'll tell you why and it's because because you the as an adult original... start realizing the creepiness of a Besides, middle-aged david bowie trying to hit on a there's that. girl there's, <laughs> there's that i'll distract um, her with puppets <laughs> <laughs> Followed her nubs. Uh, <laughs> there is There's that. There's a puppet in my pants. <laughs> but There's it's a also puppet in my pants. <laughs> I call it the Goblin King. <laughs> there is that, but it's also the Ludo sad. <laughs> Ludo not get touched. Lost <laughs> our friends. Um, but no, it's the fact that <clears throat> I I personally feel that Labyrinth has stood the test of time. 
as far as the the special effects go, sure. the the you know the puppetry and the marionettes, the songs, the, the Muppets, are brilliant. The songs are timeless. Like, like yeah, it has a little bit of that eighties synth. Yeah, but that's but it's. Eight- that movie defines not only the time period, mm-hmm. but Bowie himself. Yes. And it's just so... But at the same time, it's like I said, it's timeless. It's because, a, it, yes, it, it, it is set in you know 1985, it would, but it has withstood the test of time. Yeah, it'd be like, I do not feel that, that it will really add anything now, to uh, remake it. Okay, now here's a question. <clears throat> All right. To kind of try, let's try to put a button on this. Yeah. West Side Story. Okay. West Side Story is 50 years old. A little over 50. We know when you're red jet. Y'all right jet all that way. Now, could you, like, if Labyrinth was 50 years old mm-hmm. and you were, let's say, 70 years old, mm-hmm. would you still feel the same way? Hmm. See, that's the thing is I think it also has a lot to do maybe, with maybe how, not. how old you are yeah, when you hear that reboot. That's true. Because too. you now are a little more jaded. Mm-hmm. A little more older, you've seen more of the world, yeah. And again, that purity of you as a child is now you feel like it's been almost thirty years, yeah, since you've seen that. Would it be different if you were, let's say, you saw it when you were twenty, and then now it's you know now you're in your forties and your fifties, and you're let's say you know you are, you know, you have a nephew, mm-hmm. you have you know other children who might not feel that same connection with mm-hmm. it. Because it's not modernized. It doesn't yeah, speak to them. Yeah. Like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. A lot of people didn't like it. A lot of yeah. adults didn't like it. But a shit ton of kids love yeah. it. Why? Because that movie isn't made for you. It's made for them. Yeah. And that could be a thing like and that. That's, this labyrinth yeah. won't be made for you. It'll be made for yeah. another generation. I think part of it too... I. Personally, at least right now, I don't want to see the labyrinth remade. I completely understand. End of story. There is a little bad taste in your mouth going, really? Yeah, like like there's there's no need to read. At least not right now. Like I could see if they turned around and said, you know what? We're going to release it in 3D. Or like say when I'm 70 years old, if they they have, you know, that, you know, sort of that, you know, holographic where the movie's yeah. happening around you you're put, fuck yeah you, you are being fondled by david bowie as the goblin king you're like i'm there rewind play rewind play <laughs> i don't need the peanut butter anymore <laughs> good, good callback yeah. <laughs> no more peanut butter for Eric. <laughs> but i mean if they did something like that like nightmare before christmas comes out every year now if they ever fucking rebooted that? that i would Riot in but the see, streets. I think, but, but I think that, that there's now there's another good example. Well, see, she's the only one. No, no, there. <laughs> no, now, I'll be honest. I'd probably be alongside her because that is a timeless classic. Yes. At the time, I would not have said it was. Yes. But because it plays every year in a movie theater mm-hmm. somewhere, it doesn't need a reboot. Because it doesn't. It's, it's always getting a fresh audience. Yes. And I think uh, number one, a lot of his movies, I feel. Have that yeah, sort of, that, that especially the, the ones with the you know that are the stop animation. Edward Scissorhands also be you know, exactly. Beetlejuice Edward Scissorhands, there. Beetlejuice, leave them the fuck alone. Um, I <laughs> still stand behind Beetlejuice needs to be left alone. It does not need a sequel. But all that being said, um, like the three, you know, they re-released it in three D, right. and I went and saw it in three D, and it was I saw I amazing. Like I have I it. Cried. I, I bought it when it first came out on Blu Ray. When they did the the 3D rendering, I bought that and I sat in my TV, sat in my 3D TV, popped it on and watched the entire movie going, 
God damn, I love this movie. And I remember, and here's the thing is, that movie will always associate, to me, because the first <coughs> night I was going to go see it, mm-hmm. I hit a dog. Mm. Like going to the movie, because we were going outside, it was me, my sister, and my girlfriend at the time, mm-hmm. or some girl I was trying to sleep with. <laughs> you know, and I wouldn't actually call She might girlfriend. have been a girlfriend. I might have just been yeah, trying we to were, sleep I with think her. I was, I she made it to mom. I think I was trying to hook up. I wish I was a girl. All I, all I remember was, is I was going down. That's why they broke I up. I was coked up by a I had to go to Pensalk and Mart to go see the movie. <clears throat> so we're going down Levick, Levick Street, mm-hmm. you know, towards the Tacone Parmire, you know, or I'm sorry, going down Robbins. Yeah. And between Levick and you know, Frankfurt, there's that stretch of road. Yeah. There's a Rottweiler came running out. Oh. Boom. Hit it. And I, I mean, I saw it, but it was at night because we were going to see like a midnight yeah. show. Slammed on the brakes. I hit it. It bounced off my car and ran around the back, ran oh. around the alleyway. I pull over because I can't, I cannot just keep going. Yeah. Right. I was like, I need to know if this dog is okay. I didn't have a cell phone either at that time. Yeah. Because it was the 80s. I think, yeah. you know, I think was it the 80s? Yeah. Yeah, Wait, 80s. Uh, Nightmare for Christmas? Yeah. 90s. 90s, okay. Yeah. I still probably didn't have a cell phone. I don't think any, many people did, but uh, no, I might have. I don't remember. All I remember is I parked. It was this big. I remember parking, and I go, we're not going to the movie because I need to know what's going on with this fucking dog. Mm-hmm. And apparently what happened was is that where the dog lives, there's... 93. 93. Out. So I was 23. So um, Daniel would have been 13, So and the girl I was dating was like 12. No, no, no. <laughs> I am the goblin king. <laughs> you like Labyrinth of the Girl? <laughs> wow. So I remember like, so to that night, we'll always kind of like that weekend. I did eventually didn't say like that later that weekend. But that night, all bets were off because I had this, you know, the dog eventually did pass on. Sad note. But the person who owned the dog actually, like, I gave him my phone number. I was like, you, I, this is the kind of this is the the saw you go. I don't know the Sean even exists <laughs> because who um, are you? Yeah, because what I did was I parked and then I ran, went around the like the dog ran around to the back alley mm-hmm. and kind of stayed. In, like, I don't want to say behind the house, but they had like little cubbies mm-hmm. behind the house. Stayed in the corner and I knocked on the door like I, I was petting it like kind of like like time was like I'm and I was. Couldn't tell you how many times I apologized to this animal. Yeah. Like going, oh my God, why the fuck did you, like, I was mad because I'm like, what, you jumped. It, they had, the family had this short little fence mm-hmm. that any dog could jump over out front of their house. And for some reason, it decided to jump over and it's never done that before. Jump over and run across the street and they think it was like to see, see another animal, you know, or something or saw something. And, and I unfortunately had to be at the wrong place at the wrong time. So I gave them my phone number. You know, and I was like, you know, actually, maybe I did see the movie that night. No, I don't think I did. Because um, I didn't I didn't want to go anywhere. Because I was yeah. like, I need to know that this dog's okay. Mm. But then it got to a point where I was like, I, it's now the middle of the night. You know, they were taking the dog. To, I was like, here's my phone number. Please call me. I feel like shit. You know, and mm-hmm. they were like, don't worry about it. It's not your fault. It's an accident. You know. They actually called the next day to say the dog did pass, but I wasn't home. Mm-hmm. So I mean, my dad came, when I came home, my, my parents were there and they're like, look, you got to you, the dog didn't make it. But on the plus note, you did get a huge compliment on the kind of character you were. Like not one of the, they were very, they, they wanted to say how thankful they were 
that you stayed there the entire time, how appreciative they were, how remorseful you felt for doing it. She's like, they're like, good for you. And I was like, thanks. Like, I, it was the right thing to do. Thanks. Now, if you don't mind, I'm going to go curl up in a ball and cry. No, I was just kind of like bummed. But I was like, you know, and again, that person I don't think exists anymore, you know. <laughs> but I'd be like, bang, fuck you, dog. <laughs> and then call my cell phone. Back there, hit a dog. Keep going. <laughs> I mean, again, I probably not, but I'm just like, it's just something that was like, oh. So to me, that movie, yeah. I always remember that time with that movie. That doesn't make me not appreciate the movie because yeah. there's been some moments where I go, I remember seeing that movie and then something horrible happened. Yeah. It forever taints my. Yeah, you know, thing. No, and I can, I can understand. I there's music that's like that for me. There's one song I can't listen to because it is going to sound incredibly stupid. Ran, she ran over a squirrel. I did run over a squirrel. No, but there's <laughs> for there's one song I can't listen to because it sends me into a full blown panic attack. I wow. I can't listen to it. I don't know? want to know what it is because I'll have the urge no, to play. No, 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 no. <laughs> but, <laughs> And it is, I kind of do know, but I, again, <laughs> that's the reason why. It's a crying game. It is. <laughs> Every time. One time she was making out with a chicken and turned out to be a dude. No! <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, but so, yeah, so that's what got me thinking, you know, why do we have the reactions that we do to the idea of things being rebooted? And if you have your own reaction, just let us know by contacting Erica at Erica at wordswithgeeks.com. That's Erica with a K. Nice <laughs> Wow. Ooh, sorry. Oh, what happened? I, I kind of blacked out there for a second. Is there anything okay? Did I miss anything? No, you did good. Oh. We're proud of you, kid. Wow. Yeah, we have nothing where you want us to show anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, before we take break, we'll do the new releases of the week. We'll take a break, come back, and do the news. Okay. Wait, what? We're going to do new releases. Oh, okay. You know, because I'm looking at the time going, hey, you know what? It's getting time for Ed to... Ed started to get antsy at this time going. And Sean wants to go home and watch Walking Dead. Um, well, there's that, but I won't get home <laughs> for that. But then there is... I did... When we get to the video games, I do have an announcement to make my video games, but go ahead. Ed, let's go with what is coming out this week in video. In video. Here well, we go. Well, I'm sorry, DVD and Blu-ray, because who uses video anymore? <laughs> What's coming out on VHS? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> How about Laserdisc? <laughs> Nothing again. 8-track? <laughs> <laughs> they didn't make 8-track movies. Could. They're called 8 millimeters. <laughs> yeah! Yeah! <laughs> All right, what do you got? First one is <coughs> Sex Tapes coming out this Tuesday. I'm going to get that. I wanted to see it in the theaters and completely missed it. I don't really... This isn't one that really grabbed me, so I'm like... Yeah, yeah I like her. I'll She's funny. I like him. He's funny. I'm like, all right, what the hell? I'll watch it if it's on TV. All right, fair enough, fair enough. What else? Earth to Echo is also coming out this Tuesday. No one saw this movie. <laughs> I don't think anybody's going to see the Blu-ray. I kind of <laughs> want to see it. I've heard it's it's okay. Like I, I, I want to see, see it. see E.T.? Yes. Hey, then you saw, you saw Earth Echo. Oh, then I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> Hated E.T. when I was a it's kid. It's kind of like... E- Fucking thing freaked me out, except for the Reese's Pieces. I love it's the like Reese's E.T. Pieces. meets Short Circuit meets... Um, what was that one with the alien? Like There was... Mac and Me? Yes. <laughs> Mac and Me. Yeah. They were talking about a movie from the 80s. All right. What else? The Purge Anarchy is coming out. This is supposed to be the prequel to the other Purge. This yes. is the, the, the origin story. So origin, yes. 
<coughs> why there's the 12 <coughs> hours of lawlessness. Yeah, so it's for the government. 24 hours. It's, no, it's 12 hours. Um, the government shuts down one night of the year um, and where no laws apply. Yeah. Yeah. I could go jaywalking. And you could do anything you want. <laughs> there's 12 hours and you'd be wiped clean. You would not yeah. have affected it. I'm going to litter. <laughs> that's Ed's version of he opens the door throws a paper towel out ah I'm, fuck you guys I'm killing anybody that looked at me wrong that day and Ed's like I'm gonna be a rebel crumple 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 throw it on the ground <laughs> I'm a lawbreaker he's a rebel he's a rebel without a clue <laughs> alright so what else the Vincent Price collection 2 is coming out alright some good movies on this one House on Haunted Hill, Return of the Fly, Comedy Towers, The Raven, Last Man on Earth. Yeah. Two. I would buy this. I would. A lot of them are, are are classics. I mean, I have some of these already, but I mean, I would I would probably just buy it and then, you know, sell the, the older copies that I have. Yeah. I'd, I'd rather have the collector's edition. All right. What else you got, Ed? This one, I don't know why, but it's because it's the number one selection on the digitalbits.com website. Snowpiercer is coming out. Um, the film is set in future 2031. Where after a failed experiment to stop global warming, an ice age kills off all life on the planet except for inhabitants of snow, of the Snowpiercer. Um, probably because it's got Chris Evans in it. Oh, well, there you go. And it's um from the visionary director Bong Joon Ho. Right. All right. So you know, just saying. It's also got Jamie Bell and John Hurt and Ed Harris. Mm. So Tilda Swinton. It's got, it's got a great cast. It's a shame no one saw it. Yeah. Or maybe it was one of those like limited release kind of things. All right. What else? Uh, Bayonetta, Blood Fate, an anime movie is coming out. You know what? I would probably check this out because I've been seeing commercials for uh, Bayonetta, Bayonetta 2, 2 yeah. for Wii U. And I I actually... <laughs> Look at you plugging. Shut up. I know. Well, I actually texted a friend of mine. I was like, it's not backwards compatible, is it? He's like, no. <laughs> the so. Wii? Yeah. The Wii U is backwards compatible with week with But games. I I only have the Wii, so I oh, wouldn't be yeah, able to play the fucked. game. Yeah, so because I was looking, I was like, that actually looks kind of cool. Like I would I would want to try I, that, but I'm not I going out and buying a Wii U for a game that I may or may not like. Which actually for me is surprising that it's only a Wii U release because Bayonetta had a wide release the first time around mm. for it to be a Wii U exclusive. I thought, yeah, I was wondering about that. Yeah. Mm. Mm. All right. What else? Wrong Turn Six: Last Resort's coming out. I didn't know they got that far in the sequels for the long term. This is the wrong worst turns. wrong turn ever. Yes. At this point, mail order them a GPS system. <laughs> <You're> right. <laughs> Stop making all these wrong turns. Maybe you'd Assholes, still be alive. Ask for directions. <laughs> Assholes, don't leave the house. Google it first. <laughs> all right, what else? See No Evil 2 is coming out. Gotta say, kind of excited about this one. Really? I liked the first one. All right. It's got, it was Kane from WWE. Yeah. He plays the bad guy, the killer. And it was one of those when WWE started getting into the movies. This, I think it was like the first fully funded, produced WWE movie. And it actually wound up being pretty good for our movie. I was like, oh, it's not bad. So having a sequel, I text, I shared it to my <clears> sister. <throat> She's like, oh, my God, that's awesome. So anyway. Oh, and by the way, my sister, even though the movie hasn't come out yet, my sister and brother-in-law saw Horns. Horns. Yeah, that's the Daniel Radcliffe movie. Oh, okay. Where yeah, yeah. he um, starts growing horns. Oh, okay. And she was like, it's actually it's way better than I thought it was going to be. All right. And I'm like, all right. So when that comes in theaters, I'll be seeing that. Nice. People are going, but wait, how'd they see it? Figure it out. 
<laughs> they stole it. Hey, what else? The Fluffy Movie Extended Edition's coming out. This is the stand-up comedy yeah. of Gabriel Iglesias. Yeah, I mean, I find him funny, but uh, all right. Pee-wee's Playhouse, the complete series is coming out. On Blu-ray, yeah! yeah. <laughs> Speaking of, considering earlier the show, earlier the night before we got on air, I was talking about Paul Rubin's stint oh, yeah, in yeah. Uh, The Blacklist. I'm like, it's perfect. <laughs> I might actually, see, that's something I'd buy. I, never, I remember watching it, going, all right, again, kind of, I was a little out of the age range. Yeah. But I enjoyed it. Lawrence Fishburne is Cowboy, uh, Cowboy Curtis. That's right. One of his early gigs. Yeah. All right, what else you got? Uh, Mad Men, the final season, part one is coming out. Yep. The Equalizer season three is coming out. The old, yep. The yeah, original. but a couple weeks ago, you mentioned that Equalizer complete box set was coming out. So. <laughs> well, now if you would just wanted season three for some reason, <laughs> that cat's coming out. Because you couldn't afford the whole box set when it came out? Yeah, that's right. All right, fair enough. This one, I, I, I remember seeing this when I was a kid. I don't know if it still holds up. Square Pegs, the complete series, is coming out. It's an 80s show that had Sarah Jessica Parker in it, and it was... Oh, I kind of vaguely, vaguely remember that. Yeah. It was kind of like... It was only on for a year, 82 to 83. Yeah. Yeah. That's what's to the complete series, kids. (laughs) Yeah, what? You can watch it in one hour. There's a couple TV shows I keep hoping eventually will make it on DVD, and that that ain't one of them. (laughs) Like, uh, Like Herman's Head. Oh, yeah. I remember that one. There was another show that I really fucking enjoyed. Why can't... Now, it, it, it was in my head, and now it's gone. Oh, um... Damn it. I can't remember the name of the show, but the kid, it was like def, typical 90s, like late 80s, early 90s. The kid, um... He had, like, short, blonde, spiky hair, and he was like the... He was like the kind of like the Ferris Bueller kind of guy. Everyone liked him. And he had this big goon as a friend. God damn, it's gonna kill me. Uh, you know, is I'm, it something can't lose? Uh, that's Clarissa. No, no. that's Clarissa. <clears throat> I'm gonna have to Google. You know what? Keep going. I need to Google because <laughs> I know the big guy. He's been in a, a bunch of stuff. So, Lewis Parker can't lose. That might be it. <laughs> oh, MDB. Let me just see. Ed Ed might have just might have saved the show. <laughs> the only reason why I know this is because Parker Lewis can't lose. That's what the actual name is. If I didn't say it wrong the first time. But there was an episode of Family Guy where he was dressed up as Parker Lewis. <laughs> and he sat at the table and he's like, Parker Lewis can't lose. And it's like, what if you fought Superman? It is. That is it. Parker, <laughs> loser can't, Parker Lewis can't lose from 1990 to 1993. <laughs> Ed has just <laughs> saved the show because it would have killed me all fucking night. I would have been sitting there going, I, I, what? Huh? What? Yep. Parker Lewis can't lose. Three seasons. All right. All right. Whew. Thank you. That's a show I loved. I would like to see come on, on DVD or video. <laughs> All right, what else? Now, these last two I had was because you, you have to have them on this list. And it was just, uh, it's Sexina and Super Babes. <laughs> Draw your own conclusions, kids. I'm going to guess the Skinamax. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> it's kind of like, hey, look, uh, these, like, uh. Yeah, I, I get it. Sure. All right. Oh, look, Crazy Sexy Cool, the TLC story is coming into video. Mm-hmm. All right. And that's all I have for uh, movies and television. Any, uh, any uh, <coughs> much you like to uh, yeah, add to that? Bob Ross, Seascape with Lighthouse? <laughs> yes. Apparently. They're all fluffy little clouds. 
Happy Cloud. You know, I was thinking I'd put him on the list, but I don't know if I it would go, it would go greater. I loved watching him when I was a kid. Because that's honestly, the, that's it was, what, it was that's a Saturday, what you watched. That's that was, what you watched after the cartoons was. Yes. Yeah. Go to Channel Twelve. And it was all news or, or yeah. It was the only thing else watchable. It was an, a guy with a fro, a white guy with a fro painting. Yeah. That's and that is. How, I think he was in the military too. Like he did. <clears throat> Probably. I mean, but it was one of those things where like that's how starved we were for entertainment as kids. <laughs> you kids nowadays don't know how good you got it. We used to watch a guy paint for fucking TV for a half hour because it was on PBS. There was no commercials. And the only commercial you did get was, hey, if you enjoy this fine programming, please support us by donating to here. <laughs> okay, it- here, here we go. Uh, having held military positions that required him to be, in his own words, quote unquote, mean, tough, and the guy who makes you scrub the latrine, the guy who makes you make your bed, the guy who screams at you for being late to work, Ross decided that if he ever moved on from the military, he would never scream again. That's, ah. why, he, that's why he painted happy clouds. They talked very... Happy little very, trees. Yeah. Happy little trees. He has very... very I can't, yeah, I can't very, imagine Very soft-spoken guy. Very soft-spoken painter. And it was like, you just watched it, just going, yeah, I don't know why I'm watching it, but I'm a kid, I'm up, and there ain't... Sh- I don't need to see what's going on in the world because... My world is in this house. Honestly, <laughs> Bob Ross is part of the reason why I wanted to be an artist. Yeah. And I would sit there like with Happy my crayons Jesus. and everything, drawing with him yeah. when I watched it. I love Bob then Ross. Then she put her piece of paper next to the television. It yeah. looks nothing yeah, like it. A bunch of stick no. figures and, you know, her, her son has a smiley face <laughs> and his doesn't. <laughs> Bushes look like broccoli. Yeah. Why does Santa have five fingers? I mean, three fingers on one hand, six on the other. Had a finger transplant. Three feet. Yeah. Here you go. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's just keep using the same old dirty brush. I'll go right into a, a little bit of Van Dyke Brown, a little burn umber. There he is, the man. I love, that sound brush. of him. Like so, he's, yeah, he's just oh, right. so that's, not, that's not brush strokes. That's, you can't see behind the desk. <laughs> he's he's spanking it. Eight millimeter <laughs> porn. I tell you what, the sound of his brush on the here. canvas was so oh, soothing. To me. And all we're doing is just sort of touching the canvas and there, just striking the canvas. Super excited. <laughs> He's actually watching videos. He's humping the He's canvas. He's actually wa- watching the, the, we call it, home videos of the Viet Cong. Yeah, you know, they used to do them back in Nam. <laughs> See how easy those are to do? Just drop them in. It's so soothing. He's, it's, this is called don't, quiet. Don't try to copy just exactly what I'm doing here. This would put me to sleep. Go. We don't use any this was entertainment really for us as kids. <laughs> just, just let it go. And I, I think I've seen every episode. And, and this is, five. this is, believe it or not, this is season five, episode five, according to the, to the uh, upload. That's when it's fine. <laughs> and this is just. I don't know about time. y'all. I'm ready for a nap. Good night. We've worried a great deal about it at this point. We'll worry later when we start putting all the highlights and. We'll just worry. That's when we separate all these little individuals. So that, that's Bob Ross. That is so freaking soothing to me. It's not even funny. That was great. Um, I do have, uh, I do have at least uh, one honorary mention. Yes. Um, the Alice Cooper Raise the Dead live from Wacken, Blu-ray. Okay. If you've never seen an Alice Cooper show, I would say I would always recommend. I always recommend seeing Alice Cooper because it's a it's a show. Uh-huh. You know, he plays the hits. He he never disappoints. You know, does the whole chopping the head off. 
you know, I love the dead when he sings it live is awesome. So I, I definitely, that would be my pick of the week, Ed. All right. All right. So let's move on to video games. Video news. games. Well, of course we already mentioned Bayonetta two is coming out for the Wii U uh, by Nintendo. The irony, the irony of it all. Okay. What else? Uh, the voice is coming out by Activision for the Wii, the Wii U, PS3, and Xbox 360. Okay. Really? All right. Hey, look, there's singing songs. If you don't want to sing, there is Just Dance 2015 by Ubisoft for the Wii, the Wii U, PS3, PS4, Xbox 360, and Xbox One. Wow. Oh, thank God my life wasn't complete. Ooh, there's one I'm actually kind of interested in. Okay. Go ahead. Keep going. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you when it's there. <laughs> fantasy Life by Nintendo for the 3DS. That wasn't it. That's coming out on the 24th of Friday. My Fantasy Life looks nothing like that cover. Yours <laughs> 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 looks more like a Jake Jessic pocket. Whatever. Never He was going with the Pollock picture. Yeah. No. Didn't work out. No. Mine's more, um, I would say, Gothic Vampire Club. All right. Go ahead. Pokemon Art. Academy by Nintendo for the 3DS, and that's coming out on Saturday. So you keep paying happy little Pokemons. (laughs) (laughs) Just little Jigglypuff here. It just sings a a happy little tune. Jigglypuff. Just paint a little bit more. Let's get some some brown. (laughs) Van Dyke Brown. Has to be Van Dyke Brown. Yeah. So, all right. Um... Yay. What else? Samurai Warriors 4 Special Anime Pack by Temko Koi Kai. <sighs> Whatever. <laughs> for the PS4. Tem- Walking Dead Season 2 by Telltale Games for the PS4 and Xbox One is coming out. Mm-hmm. F1 2014 Formula 1 by Codemasters for the PS3 and Xbox 360. Yeah. Go on. Okay. Uh, fan- Disney Fantasia... Music Evolved by Disney for the Xbox 360 and Xbox One. Bingo! <laughs> That's the one I actually be interested in. All right. Because I loved Fantasia. I love that. But it looks like, well, why do I see Nicki Minaj there? And MIA and the White Stripes. Why is it? It's that... not what you think it is. What is it? What is it, Ed? <laughs> what is it? Players enter the magical realm of Fantasia, selected by the legendary sorcerer Yen Sid to hone their musical and magical prowess as his new apprentice. Perform the hit songs by using natural gesture-based motion gameplay. Tracks from Bruno Mars, Queen, Fun, Kimbra, and A-V-I-C-I-I. I don't know who the fuck that is. Other top Avicii. artists. Avicii, thank you. Mm-hmm. Transform and remix music via magical manipulators. Is there a video? No, yeah, well, there's screenshots, but uh, all right. <coughs> Um, you know, okay, never mind then. (laughs) I gotta move. I don't want to move a lot when I play video games. (laughs) All right, Need for Speed Rivals, complete edition by Electronic Arts for the PS3, PS4, Xbox 360, Xbox One, and PC. That sounds like it's the Game of the Year edition where they kind of go, oh, all that downloadable content that you had to pay for, here it all is in one game. Right, right. (sighs) Oh my (sighs) God, I heard that in my headphones. Yeah, you're welcome. (laughs) That's what I Nobody's thought. Was, thanking that's you. what I thought with that game. <laughs> that's what we were, that's what we were waiting for earlier when he was doing the runner stance. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what else? And Jesus. finally, Shadow Warrior by Majesto for the PS4 and Xbox <coughs> One. 
Yeah, no, nothing. Okay. No. Um, I do have uh, news. I do actually have kind of some, somewhat of a review. Okay. Um, two things. Number one, today I was able to finish The Vault of Glass for Destiny. Yeah. So I got myself a nice, cool, chatter white uh, thing. See, this has got to be the game of the year because Sean has played this game probably more than any other game so far in this last, since he had yeah, it. Yeah, since September. But the well, thing the is, is that what the real telltale is, is that he's leaving my house earlier because he's got to get home to hang out with his <laughs> online buds. I have play dates. I have play dates. It's one of those things where it's like, all right, well, I got to be home by midnight because I got, I got things to do. I got to, you know, I got to talk to the, I got to talk to the woman. I got to make sure she's safe and secure, asleep in bed. And then I turn on the PS4, I log in and me and the boys shoot up the shit. What? It could be worse. You're abandoning Ed, you dick. I'm not abandoning Ed. Poor Ed. Look at that face. He, no, no. He's got he's got a job to go to. So he needs to see. That's baloney. It really is. Because Fridays, I'm not even working. But the, but the thing was, like, Thursday night, we watched Transformers. Now I need a palate cleanser. He had his, like, I went up, said goodbye to, oh, goodnight that, to the missus. I came back down. His bag was packed. He was standing no, right no, to walk that, out the door. Hold on. Time flag on the plane. That right. had nothing to do with Destiny. That had to do with my woman. Oh. Because she called me, and, you know, when she called me earlier that night, I was like, yeah, I'm over here. And she knows I was there. But she got freaked out for some reason. She had what I call a girl moment, where it's not, like, make sure you get home safe. Mm-hmm. Like, one of those, like... Like something was off, oh, okay. and she was having this like, like, like kind of mini panic attack. And you know, when I got home, I was like, "Hey, baby, now I'm home." Blah blah blah. And she was kind of half asleep. She was like, "Well, thank God." Kind of, I'm like, "Why? Like, is everything okay?" She's like, "I don't know. I feel like she texted me. Like, I feel funny." I'm like, "What are you talking about? Like, are you sick? Like, I'm worried about her." And she's like, "No, just like when I you I'm so used to you being home at night. We talk. It's like it's like my comfort moment, and you're not there." I felt like all panicky because all day long I've been seeing like because she she lives in Texas, mm-hmm. she's not that far away. She's far enough away from Dallas where, you know, all Facebook posts kind of are leading to like some sort of depression. She fell into like this rabbit hole of mm-hmm. everywhere she was looking was kind of like bad omens and bad juju. Yeah. So she was kind of like, I just need my man home safe so I know the world's okay. Oh, okay. And, I can understand that. I've had those moments. Right, and and you know. <laughs> so it had well, nothing to do see, with it. You didn't, you didn't mention that at all. Because the last thing we were talking about, he's like, yeah, the, me and the boys tonight at midnight, we're going to be playing. Blah, blah, no, blah. I didn't say like, it that night. Yeah, it wasn't that night. It wasn't? No, it wasn't. Oh. <laughs> You're getting your facts wrong. <laughs> that was definitely a, you know what, I'm going to go home. Plus also, we were because we watched Transformers, and I was interested in the special features. Mm-hmm. The special features are going to be like, it's like over three hours of bonus stuff. Okay. And I'm just like, I don't know if I could watch another three hours of this, <laughs> let alone another hour. Plus, I had her being kind of bouncy, and I, you know, like it's like you go, are you saying goodnight to your wife at eleven o'clock? I, my, my wife is yeah. kind of like, oh, are you okay? I'm like, oh, I'll come home, baby. <laughs> like, whoosh, you know. <laughs> um, no, that no, that was another night where I was like, no, I gotta be home by midnight because it was when we were doing the show when she was off. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because yeah. I was like, I gotta be home by midnight because we're supposed to be doing this vault. The room. fastest, the fastest show we've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> Nine thirty. You are welcome. We are done and gone, and he's like, he's like, you downloaded yet? We are we? <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was out of his. I was on my way home at like eleven o'clock because I was like, <laughs> um, yeah, I'll see you later. I got game night. <laughs> 
You know, <laughs> I got I have I had a galaxy to save. That's more important than our podcast and radio program. Suddenly, I'm a little worried about my job. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, unless we call it some, unless someone something happens like the last Starfighter ish, where someone walks in here going, Sean, you got Destiny experience. We need you to go on a spaceship to go help us save the galaxy. I'd be like. <laughs> Me and Ed be looking at each other. I'd laugh my ass uh, off. I'd be like, "See you later." He's cannon fire. <laughs> He'll be the one that jumps off the plane and he gets shot. Oh no, I'm the guy who jumps out of the plane and the parachute doesn't open. <laughs> like, I'm like, "Yeah, no." <laughs> like the video game. I can't respawn. <laughs> 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 I'd be like, well, I gotta be, I'd be, I'm going to fly out into space and save a galaxy. Sign me up. See you guys later. It's now Geeksters. Mine is Sean. Every once in a while, I'll call in. Hey, everybody. This is Sean. I'm uh, flying past Uranus right now. <laughs> 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 he oh, said Uranus. I'm out here protecting the, protecting the galaxy one spaceship at a time. I call my, I call my spaceship the Solo. <laughs> named after Han. Choo, 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 choo. Say hi, my little driving buddy. Roar! That was Chewy. He's a human, but I just make him do that sound. <laughs> Stop making me do the sound. Now let's go kill some Vogons. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I mean, uh, so uh, but What's my review? my review is actually on a game that came out last week. It's actually re-released on. Um, it's called Sleeping Sleeping Dogs. Yeah, it was a PS3 game. I think it was a cross-platform. It was cross-platform back when it came out. They, um, Square Enix kind of did the, a definitive edition for PlayStation 4. I think it was also for the Xbox. I'm not really sure. And since I only have a PS4, I don't care. You know, what about everything else? <laughs> I don't really give a rat's ass. I don't ass. give a rat's ass for the Xbox One or not. Yeah. X-Bone, what, what? <laughs> <laughs> so it, it looks great. Plays the same. The only thing they did was they, they updated. It's a high-def high game. The cutscenes are great. The voice acting, I forgot how many great actors... Yes, it does. It is on the Xbox One. Okay. All right, go ahead. The voice acting in that it alone is great because it's got Emma Stone as a voice, Kelly Hugh, Lucy Ruse in it, you know, um, a lot of other prominent Asian-American actors are in mm-hmm. it doing the voiceover. And it's great. It's, you know, it's like you're an undercover cop, you know, doing the Yakuza. You, gotta, you, know, you know, it's your typical story. All right. But it's visually great. It's awesome. I enjoyed the game the first time around. So it was like, and it came with all the, um, all the, the, it's the definitive edition. They had like two expansion packs that I didn't know came out, you know, because I was like, all right, I played the game. I'm done. Woo-hoo. But yeah. now it comes with them. comes with all like, you have like different outfits you can wear. So I'm wearing the Bruce Lee um, Kato <laughs> outfit. That right, yeah. You know, which gives a pump up to my um, blocking abilities. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because it's it, it plays like a John Woo movie because it's a lot of hand like you can do kung fu mm-hmm. and then you can use a gun and there's some chase scenes. It's really it's an awesome game and so I'm like kind of like in, when I'm not playing Destiny I'm kind of playing that. <laughs> I'm actually thinking about getting rid of Shadows of Mordor because I can't really get into that. I find the game kind of boring. Uh, yeah. uh, Alien Isolation. I when I play it I enjoy it but I'm also a little scared of it. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the reason why I don't have. A Actually, I was watching Aliens the last couple of days. They've been watching. They've been running it on Encore, and I still get creeped out by it. Yeah, there's still some times I'm like, <gasps> yeah. So, um, and I don't, you know, that's pretty much it. I mean, sooner or later, I think like next next month, I'm going to have like Far Cry Four 
the Assassin's Creed games. There's a bunch of games coming out next month mm-hmm. that are going to be prime reviewable for me because I'll be like, I got that one, I got that one, I got that one. So, all right, all right. So, tune in, folks, Ooh. for Sean's game review because this one, because this one's like, yeah, this is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll come back. We'll get some nerd news in. Sounds brilliant. Awesome. All right, we'll be right back, folks. Sooner or later. Sooner or later. Yeah, for some reason, my iPod decides not to have a screen. What? what? <laughs> Come back, iPod. What's going on? We miss Just you, iPod. iPod, iPod. Yeah, uh-huh. really. There you go. What's this? Uh-huh. What's that? Uh-huh. Okay, we're, we'll be right back, folks. Are you sure? And we're back, everybody. How are you? <laughs> Fine, how are you? <laughs> Ed, Ed made a comment because I shifted in my seat, so I'm more like... I'm like kind of more like relaxed. I'm sitting upright in my chair. I'm like kind of laid back going, what's up? <laughs> You're listening to Geeksters. Um, so, yeah, that was part two. Um, I highly recommend picking up Sleeping Dogs. It's a fun game when I first played it. It's still fun. It looks beautiful. Um, has all those special perks that I missed the first time because I wasn't a season pass guy or mm-hmm. didn't buy the downloadable content. Because I'm going, I already played the game, traded it in. Why would I pay 15 bucks for you know this? Blah blah blah. And because I had so much fun playing it, that's one of the reasons why I got the definitive edition so I can play those extra stuff. Yeah. And again, good game. So I, I was like, all right, I'll I'll play it again because I do kind of finally not as good as Destiny, but not as good as Destiny because I've been so. Today, like I said, uh, I didn't even have, like I said, I didn't even have a chance to, excuse me, a chance to enjoy the fact that I got through the raid with the group of people that I was with. It was kind of like, yeah, 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 I got the chatter white, I got this, you know, auto rifle, and then I was like, okay, gotta go. Like, <laughs> I got a radio show to do. You know, I was like, uh, I think the only, I only had time to change my, uh, my, what do you call it? My shader yeah. from the Blood Sport one mostly white anyway yeah uh to the chatter white so i can proudly go that's right what what because you only get that if you finish the raid and i'm like yeah, that's right look at me i finished the raid you know i still have to do that kill death ratio for <laughs> the thorn gun i'm at i think i just hit over 300 oh. out of 500 and it takes forever because you get five points for every kill but you lose three of those points for every death jeez <laughs> Yeah, or yeah, I think you get yeah, you get two points for every death. You're like you know, yeah. it takes away three points. So it's it's I'm not great at player versus player <laughs> stuff. So there are the games where I'm like, yeah, look at me, I'm at three hundred, and after one game, look, I'm down to two ninety. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, oh my god! And then I usually just leave that group and try to hopefully get another mixture of group. So like at least I don't mind if I lose a couple points here and there, yeah. but it's when I lose like a big chunk. Like hey, like right now I think I'm just over three hundred. I don't want to be at like 250 after one. I'm like, oh, I'll flip out. You know? And I was talking to some guy, and they're like, well, use a fusion rifle because they, they they have better range. But the problem with the fusion rifle is there is a buildup. Mm-hmm. Like when I pull the trigger, it goes zeek. And um, because a lot of that stuff I'm like running around, if I'm close quarters, I don't have that moment to go zeek. Because I'm usually like, hey, look, I'm pulling the trigger. I'm dead. You know? <laughs> I'd rather hold my shotgun. And turn a quarter. Oh crap! Oh, sorry, you're on my team. I mean, I, I can't kill my own team member, but if I see him running by, I'm going, "Oh, somebody on my team." I'm one of those shooters. Like, oh my god! 
<laughs> guy runs by. And, uh, <laughs> I get spooked and I shoot him in the face. And Oh, you're my team. Sorry. I'm skitterish. <laughs> what do you want? I'm holding a shotgun. And they were kind of getting nerfed. So I'm like, I'd be really close to, to kill him with one shot. He has to get up close to see who it is. He's yeah. Like, Are you on my team? Nope. Yeah. Yeah. It's one, it is one of those things because um, if I, sh- I have to actually have to shoot him almost twice sometimes because they're, if they're a certain distance, most of the time I kind of hit them. But what I've been doing, what the problem is, is that I'll shoot them and if I see they're still alive, I'll throw a punch because I don't have a, the g- a gun and that'll kill them. Yeah. The problem is, is that kill doesn't affect the ratio because I have to kill them with void damage which is what the shotgun does so i have to try to remember to punch first and then shoot them Uh but the problem is sometimes if i'm close enough i can get them one shot you know (laughs) so i'm just like so it's a lot of shoot punch (laughs) dead all right punch shoot you know guns (laughs) flying everywhere and depends on the map is how better i do okay if it's like a long range thing i'd be like no i got too close i'm dead like (laughs) but if we're in like a tight enclosed area i can hide behind corners scratch down turn visible sneak around and go Ding, ding, ding. Tap on the shoulder. Pardon me. Bam. Right in the face. <laughs> Blam. Blam. Bitch pudding. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, that's uh, that was part two. We hope you enjoyed it. Um, tune in for part three where we give you nerd news. We talk about casting choices yeah. for certain movies. Yeah. Pros and cons of each one. Uh, what movie? You know, if you paid any attention to the internet, you might know. But if not, we'll tell you anyway. So <laughs> tune in for part three. And uh, But in the meantime, if you uh, go to, if you want to listen to us live, we do so on Sunday nights from 6 to 9.30 Eastern Standard Time on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. Just search for Aquanet Radio and those apps. And like I said, the time is Eastern Standard Time, so do the math accordingly for you people from around the world. Yeah. You know, and if you want... Well, if you want, see, apparently, you, since you're listening to this podcast, you've either got it at wordsweekgeeks.com or iTunes. We suggest, we humbly ask you to tell a friend. Yeah. So they can also download it as well. And since you're chatting with your friend about us, tell them to go to Facebook, type in Geeksters Radio, and you'll see our Geeksters Facebook page pop up. Tell them to like that page. And... Since I just reminded you to tell your friends to do it, please do it as well. Yes. Or you can go to Twitter and follow us there at, <laughs> at Geeksters. I got thrown off, sorry. Or you can go to Instagram at Geeksters Radio. That's correct. And uh, if, if you, you want, want to contact Sean on anything we've talked about, you can contact him. Sean at wordswithgeeks.com. If you want to contact Ed, you can contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Erica at erica at wordswithgeeks.com. That's Erica with a guy. <laughs> and we'll see you in part three. <laughs> yeah, you never know when something funny is going to happen on this show. Did something funny happen? Yeah. You'd never know it. <laughs>